Today, on Commitment to Truth. We seek happiness, we seek holiness, we seek wisdom, right, in so many different other vehicles. But the wonderful blessing that God has given mankind is that no matter how difficult relationships become in a local church, it will inevitably make you holy. Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, we begin a series titled, Let's Re-Engage. Many churches have had a very difficult last two years, especially with COVID-19 rendering gatherings difficult to impossible. And once we regathered, it has been a challenge to feel close to one another. Because we are the body of Christ, we were made to be connected to each other. There is no time like now to begin to restore that connectedness that makes us the hands and feet of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Cedric, lead pastor of Commitment Church, with today's message. Can you open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 4? Ephesians chapter 4, um, we're going to read verses 11 through 16. And verse 16 is really our, our foundational passage of Scripture. All right? And it says this, and he gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors, and some as teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of service, to build to the building up of the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man, to the measure of the statue which belongs to the fullness of Christ. Verse 14, as a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming. Verse 15, but speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. Again, verse 16 is the key verse. It says, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies. That's you and me. We're held together. We're fitted together by everything that you provide. I provide. We provide. But then it gets better. It says, according to the proper working of each individual part. That's you and I again. Listen to what happens. It causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. So you and I help each other be, become built up in love. What you do, what I do, has tremendous value in, in who we become in Christ and for his glory. So a key word, building up, okay, means this, edifying. Everything I just described, everything that these wonderful sisters would describe about the women's ministry, everything that all the other ministries have and will describe are in place to edify you. The definition goes also uh, to mean this. Spiritual profit or advancement. So it's for your spiritual profit, for your spiritual advancement. It is also the act of one who promotes another's growth in Christian wisdom, piety, happiness, and holiness. So it's interesting because we seek happiness, we seek holiness, we seek wisdom, right, in so many different other vehicles. But the wonderful blessing that God has given mankind is that 
no matter how difficult relationships become in a local church, it will inevitably make you holy. Sometimes it is probably the greatest tool that God will use to make you holy, to give you wisdom, right? And that's the gift that we provide for each one of us. Not always difficulties, but, but the voice of another brother or sister in your life. The giftedness of another brother or sister in your life will ultimately foster wisdom, foster piety, happiness, and ultimately holy. As Jesus says, be it holy, God says, be holy even as a what? I am holy. We make each other holy. We make each other holy, holy. Complete and also sacred. Make sense? That being said, our women's ministry helps with this. And, and, and I want to, again, thank the ladies who are here because all three of them are mothers. And they are joining me here today. I'm laughing at my wife here because she said, you know it's Mother's Day, right? Came in protesting. I said, but what you all can help me say will greatly benefit the mothers and the ladies in our church and, and beyond. So we thank you again for being, I thank you personally, <laughs> sweetie, <laughs> for sacrificing. So here's the purpose of the women's ministry, to reach women of all ages and nations, equipping them through God's word while maintaining an atmosphere of prayer, encouragement, and, spirit, and a spirit of unity so that they may reach other women through the love of Jesus Christ. So you have all ages, nations, equipping God, through God's word. You have encouragement. You have prayer. You have a spirit of unity. And ultimately reaching other women with the love of Jesus in which he has also entrusted you with, right? So that being said, I have about four questions I'm going to ask the ladies throughout this time together. And then we're going to also return to some scripture found in Titus uh, chapter 2. But to better understand your ministry, uh, the first question I have for you is this. What are some of the real life struggles and issues of those your ministry serve? In other words, uh, the mothers and the women that are in our church and beyond our church. What, what are some of the real life issues that you're, you're helping ladies navigate through? Life. <laughs> just, just doing life. Yeah. We yeah. have single women. How I become a Christian. How do I live hmm. a Christian life as a single woman? Hmm. I didn't do that well. Yeah. I didn't have anybody to guide me. Hmm. So we want to be there for that. What, uh, I, okay, I'm a married woman now. How do I navigate through being a married woman, hmm. then motherhood, and then on top of that, I got a job where I'm a business owner. How do I navigate through all that? How do I walk through that in a, hmm. in a Christ-like manner? Yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen. Anything else? Ladies? Well, um, you mentioned challenges. I, like I said, um, service if someone has a loss in their family hmm. um, usually you know we can minister to them but like we've said you have relationship it has to be there you have to know hmm. you know know the person in order to be able to pour into them or speak into their lives yeah so if someone has a loss um, whether a husband or even a child you know we're able to you know reach out to them so those that's one of the things yeah. that yeah. we've had to yeah. really encourage someone and pray with them about yeah. amen and as a mom with children, um, I remember a time when I was um, struggling, you know, being a first-time mom and stuff like that. Um, I was crying on the middle of my floor 
house was a mess. They didn't know what to do. Felt very overwhelmed. And Lisa came over and said, relax, it'll get done. <laughs> and it, it just encourages me now, because yeah. as a yeah. mom of three, different stages, different ages, that wisdom you know, is now given to others that oh. reach out to me in that yeah. manner as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, ultimately, we want to make disciples of women, right? And so, as Paul uh, admonished Tim Timothy, these things I give to you, you give to faithful few. Also includes ladies, right? Who may give it to others generationally. So again, you know, the, the reality is life is real. Mm -hmm. Life is hard. It comes at you fast. Yeah, and, and there's different stages and phases and realities of life that everyone has to, to go through. Yeah, um, what I was just thinking about too is as we go through things, you know, I'm learning more so that we go through things so that when you go through the stuff you go through, we can say, I can appreciate what you're going through because I've been through that too. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, like dealing with adult children. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I believe God gives us those challenges and those, allows those trials so that we can really encourage you and say, yes, I know what you're going through. Yeah, yeah. To piggyback off of that, I think how the Lord made our leadership team from every season. Hmm. We have young more seasoned, more mature women <laughs> that's been through some stuff. You know, I think God did that purposely so we can yeah. pour into each other. Like there, there's nothing you could probably bring to the table that we ain't been there, done that. God has taken us through it yeah. and it's okay. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I mean, cause to your point, uh, we have, we have ladies who are widows mm -hmm. who've gone through being widowed and even widowed and remarried, yeah. which, I mean, that's, that's a real gift of God that God has uh, gifted us women who, are seasoned at every level, <laughs> at every level. Thank you for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We'll continue with the second part of the message right after this. Life is like an orchestra. We have the string, woodwind, brass, and percussion sections. We're all attempting to follow God's lead as our conductor while remaining in sync with each other. Instinctively, we find ourselves seeking the position of first chair. None of us are ever really skillful enough to sit there, yet we try. But who is the first chair meant for? You can purchase this book and others by Cedric Brown at cedricbrown.com. Thank you again for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We now return for the second half of our message. So that being said, how then does this ministry meet these needs of those uh, they serve. Now, again, we're going to talk about them, but you have been given a, a, a handout, and it's all the contents are in, in your handout. You can read along and are refer back to them. But let's talk about that. What are some of the ways that, that the women's ministry are meeting the needs of mothers and ladies? Again, it, not is Mother's Day, yes, but, but ladies who may never, ever have children. You know, that may not be what God has called them to um, to be, you know. So how, do, how are we serving them here at Commitment? Women are relational. Hmm. So it starts with building relationships. And my, I think all of our hearts, the, the, the women's ministry heart, is that each woman come, that comes through this door feels touched, hmm. feels that we care about them, that we love them. Before COVID showed up, we all, there was always a woman of leadership out in the hallway greeting women and you know getting uh little what do you call them visitors packages to mm -hmm. to new visitors yeah. but we always wanted to be 
a touch so that you know mm. you're cared for and that yeah. you're loved. And if you've ever met Traxine at the door, she's always giving you a big hug. Yeah. So we always wanted to, to start building relationships because as you build relationships, that's when you can pour mm -hmm. into each other's lives. We, we, we want to be part of your life. We want to walk through this thing called life with you because it's not easy. And I know a uh, pastor years ago, I don't remember what the sermon was, but he showed a video and it was a water buffalo that I guess got separated from the water buffalo group. And a lion was going to eat him because he was all by himself. Hmm. But when the other water buffaloes saw that, they came in and protected. And that's how we as a body of women, we should be supporting and encouraging each other. Nobody should fall, no woman should fall and we don't know about it. Hmm. That we don't come alongside and pick her up, pick up at this, um, Wow, the first service I talked about, there's a sister that's going through a health issue. As Soon as she found out last year, she came to us. We got together, we prayed, we continued to pray, we continued to encourage her. Our heart is that nobody walks through anything alone. Amen. We're not trying to get in your business just to get in your business, but we just want to walk with you. Because yeah, yeah. when you're alone and in your own head, that's when the enemy can wear you out. Hmm, hmm. Well, you know, the scripture says that if you want friends, you must first present yourself as friendly. You know, so as we shared earlier today as well, um, uh, uh, Rinalda, she oversees the ladies sending out cards. And I get cards at my own house. I'm like, oh, there's another card from the ladies, you know, and, and it's pretty cool. But the challenge in that is present yourself friendly because you may not ever get a card because you, you haven't even given us your address. You follow me? Uh, in other words, Paul says it this way. He says, um, O Corinthians, we have opened up our hearts wide unto you. Will you open your hearts wide unto us? And that, that's, that's the essence of discipleship and, and growing in Christ is somebody has to first open themselves up to you and you have to reciprocate. You know, if not, again, the challenge would be there'd be a disengagement. There will be seasons of loneliness because no one knows. You know, how can someone pray for you and you don't even tell someone you have a personal problem, right? You know, how can someone walk you through it if you don't be transparent? So, so th there, is, there is this setting of the table saying, hey, Ladies, we want to serve you. We want to pray for you. We want to walk through life with you, but you have to be want, you must want someone to walk life with you. Make sense? You know, and, and I think, uh, Renal, you want to kind of ex uh, further explain what you do, like with the cards and everything? Well, um, <clears throat> like I said, uh, first service, usually, I mean, the Lord puts people in my heart. Um, and as he does, I sometimes I try to be obedient about doing that. And also, um, if something's going on, Lisa will let me know, you know, this person's going through this or there's a sickness or whatever it may be. Um, you know, I like to send out a card to encourage you. And the thing is, I, you know, I've learned that that card kind of lets a person know, even if you've never met me, you know, even some of us that we're, we see you, hmm. you know, and we care about you and we want you to know that, yeah. you know, we're yeah. praying for you as well. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's really, you know, mm -hmm. it, to encourage your heart. Yeah, yeah. So, so we have our database of folks is, I don't even remember what it is, a couple, few thousand, but 
Not everybody comes. Not everybody is fully engaged. Not everybody comes at once. Not everybody even knows each other, right? But, but again, that is a mechanism that we use. That if we hear something, we go to the database. Hey, that's Susie's address. Let's send Susie a card. You follow me? That's why we get your information, not to say, ooh, we got your information, we're going to sell it. No, we, we're not doing that, not by any stretch of imagination. But it's a stewardship of your soul. That's really, literally what we're trying to do is be a good steward of your soul to make sure that you are okay and that you're growing in grace and that you are, are doing well. So there's mechanisms, right, that, again, we have... Um, we have our eye care ministry, which you'll learn about more uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, there's a process of, of one, submitting prayer requests that you can go to the church app or the church website. You can call your requests in. Your name is then in, inputted. It then is dispersed. People are praying for you. People then reach out to you to make sure you're okay. So the, the system is there, but you have to be willing to what? Let me be a part of this. You follow me? Thus, let's re-engage or let's engage. And because the ladies want to care for you. Now, uh, also, another way we're meeting the needs. You want to explain Mosin uh, to us a little more? Um, so Mosin is actually um, the Hebrew word for balance. And as a mom, again, of three different stages of life, um, I have a 12-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 4-year-old. So... <laughs> Being that so, and having a, a lot of different roles, we tend to kind of lose the balance, not knowing where mm. or how to manage even life, um, because we're just so overwhelmed with so many responsibilities, um, whether you work outside or you're a full-time home mom or whatever it is. And it's just a ministry where we come together. Um, we have a Monday where we um, come with our children, and we have just activities. Um, for the kids to do and have fun together and even fellowship together because they even need that. But also we have a night where moms come together and it's a mom's night out. And she has her time to fellowship with other women, um, which a lot of times we don't take the time for ourselves mm. <laughs> to even talk to other women or fellowship. And it's just a, a growing together type of ministry, um, learning more um, through the word and through prayer and just different activities together. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And we're going to talk a little bit more about balance as we turn back to uh, Titus chapter 2. But, but to answer the third question, so how then does this ministry uh, help make disciples? Or let me say it a different way. How does the women ministry help women grow and go? You know, continue to grow in grace in Christ as as disciples of Christ, and then also go into all the world. What, what are some of the ways? You want to um, highlight some? Oh. Sure, go ahead. You can start, and then we can... Well, we offer month, the monthly ladies' night. It's every, every second Friday night at 7 p.m., we have what we call ladies' nights. Sometimes it might be a Bible study, a topical subject that they'll speak on, or we had a game night. Um, I think February was game night. That was hilarious. Um, <laughs> we always have a good time. And uh, we've done Bible studies. Uh, when COVID was really COVID, we did a Bible study on, uh, 
via Zoom on the book of James. And we actually had women from other states join us. And then last October, two of our sisters, Melissa, Ars, and Apexia, they did a study on the 10 women of the Bible. And it was in, in person. And it, I understand they, I was away with my mom, taking care of my mom, but I understand they did a great job and it was a great yes, study. Did. So we offer um, Bible study so that you can learn the word of God, so that you can go out and face the world already equipped hmm. that you can have on the complete armor of God when yeah. you go out to face whatever you have yeah. to face. We also do um, our Facebook Wednesday noon prayer every Wednesday um, at noon. We have a time of Facebook prayer. It's only like 10 minutes. And um, we ask you to drop your prayer request in the comments or your praise reports. And we, throughout the day, we check and we pray for those prayers. Also, I've asked some, um, some ladies and I, wow. Because I'm so proud of them. I'm so, I'm so proud of them. When I've, I've seen them grow and mature in the Lord. When I've asked these ladies to share a devotional every Friday is called Finally Friday Devotionals and it's on Facebook and they've written some amazing stuff and it's from the heart Amen. it's not fluffy and all that stuff it's from the heart struggles that they've had that God has brought them through Amen. and I'm just so excited for that so we're working on a 30-day devotional book using those devotionals that they have created um, we have what we call touch zones and that's where when we have your information, like Cedric was saying, we, we need your information. And the leadership team, we took all the women that we had that were on the list and we divided it. And we pray over that list. We pray over you. You might get a text, you might get a card, but you are being prayed for. And we talked about Moses and I asked Evie to take over Moses to take care of our mothers. Why am I crying? Oh my God. <laughs> and then we have That's who um, you are. You know, our special our special outings. Our special outings. Yeah, and you guys just went to um Sight, Sight and Sound. Some of you ladies see, went to Sight and see, Sound. See right? David, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we but we we communicate through help me realm. So we need your information. That's through email. Our, realm is our database. It's oh, you may not it's know what realm is okay <laughs> we need your information and then um help me facebook we have a facebook page women of commitment if you go to our facebook page and uh, you know how you, in that little thing you put the put our name women of commitment it will come up yeah and that's where we share our information <laughs> like you know follow right is that what it is yes. like follow yeah, yeah. something like and that's that. where you see the prayer <laughs> and the um the devotional yeah yeah and, and women's retreats yes right? yes yes and um, those are exciting are we for the last it's been a long time we've been piggybacking off of um sandy cove sandy cove but i believe god is calling us to do our own uh women's retreat mm -hmm. and we've done luncheons in the past yeah so and you're going to need some help with all of that so which we'll get into need later help. Yep. yeah thank you again for listening to our series let's re-engage from commitment to truth the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Ephesians 4, 14 through 16 says, As a result, we are no longer to be children, tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into Him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body 
for the building up of itself in love. As the fitted and held together body that we are, it is critical that we not only reconnect with one another, but serve together for the furthering of the gospel, so that more and more can hear of Christ and be saved. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org. And if you live in the Philadelphia, Delaware, or South Jersey area, we would love to see you in person as well. You can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South, Lindenwald, New Jersey, 08021. Thank you again for listening, and have a blessed and wonderful day.